Assalamu alaikum. My name is Amar Amjid. My name is Wad Nasim. I am Muhammad Mulham. Let's go into the jungle and meet this carnivorous plant. Let's find out how plants call an SOS. Let's listen closely about what do plants tell each other. Scientists have revealed that plants communicate, help warn and attack each other through the air by releasing odorous chemicals called volatile organic compounds and through the soil by secreting soluble chemicals into the rhizosphere and transporting them along thread-like networks formed by soil fungi. Rhizosphere, also known as the microbe storehouse, is the soil zone surrounding the plant roots, where the biological and chemical features of the soil are influenced by the roots. Plants communicate and interact with each other, both above ground and below, in surprisingly subtle and sophisticated ways. Plants chatter amongst themselves to spread information, a lot like humans and other animals. New research suggests a unique internal network apparently allows greens to warn each other against predators and potential enemies. When a plant's leaf is wounded, an electrical charge races across the plant to warn other tissues of possible danger. Growing evidence suggests that certain plants, like maple trees, when under attack, send airborne signals warning their neighbors of impending danger. Two studies published in 1983 demonstrated that willow trees, poplars, and sugar maples could warn each other about insect attacks. Intact, undamaged trees, near ones that are infested with hungry bugs, begin pumping out bug-repelling chemicals to ward off the attack. They somehow know what their neighbors are experiencing and react to it. The mind-bending implication was that brainless trees could send, receive, and interpret messages. Plants use the roots to listen in on their neighbors. According to the research, plants have their own unique forms of communication. The study found that plants in a crowded environment secrete chemicals into the soil that prompt their neighbors to grow more aggressively, presumably, and avoid being left in the shade. Do plants attack each other? Some plants thrive on stealing nutrients from other plants, either weakening them or quite possibly killing them. Parasitic plants connect themselves to a host plant and siphon off the sugars that the plant produces and the nutrients it pulls from the soil. They can get offensive. They will extend the root system in order to suck up up to the maximum nutrient and water from the soil so that they can leave the other plant deprived of nutrients and water and die soon. One more tactic 
plants use is by enlarging their leaves so that they can soak up all the sunlight and the rival plant will not receive enough of it and will suffer. They can also get defensive. Some plants can release harmful toxins for the rivals in the surrounding areas, hence killing the rival plant. I heard one small incident that a man was terrified or delighted that a Venus flytrap ate one of its biggest fears, a bug. And he was shocked to see a plant eating a bug. Anyways, the biggest bug that a Venus flytrap can eat is either a cockroach, because those are big, or a beetle, because those are also two big bugs. The biggest ever Venus flytrap recorded was actually a clone. It was not from nature. The Venus flytrap is a rare carnivorous plant that captures and digests its prey with fleshy hinged jaws. These jaws are actually modified portions of the plant's leaves. If you all thought that they were the first plant with mouths, you all were wrong, because it's just their leaves that shape the mouth. Its scientific name is Dionia muscipula. Dionia, daughter of Dion, and muscipula is Latin for mousetrap. Its lifespan is from 20 to 30 years. That's a long life for a plant. Its diet is crawling insects. Its habitat is on North and South Carolina coastal wetlands. Its population since 2014 is 33,000. Its conservation status, as in moving it somewhere else, is vulnerable because it's already been moved from its natural habitat to Florida and South Carolina coastal wetlands. Some plants can call for help when they feel like they are in danger. One of the ways they do this is by releasing a chemical scent. If they are being threatened by a predator, they will release a smell that will attract some bugs that can eat the predator and keep the plant safe. The plants can determine which insect to call using the chemical formula of predator saliva. The plant will release a special scent depending on which predator's saliva it touches and then attract the appropriate insect to eat that predator. Another way that a plant protects itself is by acting as if the plant is dead. It does this whenever it is touched by quickly closing its leaves and changing their color. This provides the look of the plant being dead and decaying. In most cases, the predator will simply walk away. Some examples regarding plants who can call for help are the corn, tobacco, and cotton plants, which use scent to attract enemies of their enemies. The mimosa pudica is also a plant that can play dead when it is touched, and it is called the sensitive plant.
Will the sensitive plant ever toughen up? Will the Venus flytrap ever travel to Mars? Will plants ever start communicating using the internet? Find out next time on... Scientific 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 Scientific